one thing makes people happy, progress. Progress equals happiness. If you're growing, if you're expanding, even if you're not there yet, you haven't lost enough weight, but you know you're doing the right things or you're doing the right thing in your relationship or the right thing for your finances, you're gonna start to get momentum. But without progress, we don't feel alive. And it doesn't matter what you've accomplished or achieved. We've all seen people make billions of dollars, won every Academy Award, you know, everything you can imagine, they become my clients. But there are many of them that'll take their own life because they don't feel alive. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. Today, we are sitting down with the legend, Tony Robbins. Can you believe it? Like, as a podcaster, this is the pinnacle of some of the people that you truly want to interview, and today's interview will blow your mind. Now, Tony needs no introduction, but in case you need a reminder, he is an entrepreneur. He is a number one New York Times bestselling author. He is a philanthropist at the core, which I love. You know, he's got his one billion meals challenge in partnership with Feeding America. So he definitely makes philanthropy an impact, a huge part of what he does. I think a lot of people forget about that side of him. They definitely know Tony Robbins for the more than 50 million people from a hundred different countries that have attended his seminars and read his books and been to all of his events. Like this man is the legend, the number one guru in self-development. And Lori and I are going to sit down with him today and we're going to talk about what it's like to work together in entrepreneurship as a couple, because of course he does this with his wife, Sage, who doesn't get nearly enough credit for how awesome of a team they are. We're going to talk about, is this a good time to thrive or should we be playing it safe in 2022? Like what are the moves to succeed in 2022? And we're going to ask him all sorts of other things I know that you're going to absolutely love learning about. Now, one of the things that Tony is most famous for is he can change your state immediately, right? He can take you from being in a funk or scared or hesitant and change your state into somebody who is empowered and excited and ready to go. And on a very small level, that's what I aim to do every single day, absolutely for free. When I text thousands of you, first thing when I wake up, I send you a positive money mantra or a positive business perspective of the day. If you want these, again, totally free. It's just like my way of giving back because I wake my wife up to a mantra and she loves it. And she's like, God, you got to do this for everybody. I started doing it about six months ago. Now, thousands of you wake up with me, which is amazing. If you want to get that text every single morning when you wake up, do this. Go ahead and text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, just text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Literally hit pause right now and then come right back because you don't want to miss Tony Robbins, but hit pause right now. Text me the word daily to 310-421-0416 and I will text you 
along with everybody else, a positive business mindset or money mantra every single morning when I wake up. All right, guys, this is it. This is the biggie. This is Tony Robbins, the legend. So listen up, take some notes. Let's go. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a massive honor. Oh, thanks. It's an honor to be on your show. I love seeing a couple that works together and plays together. As I told you off camera, I tell you to get on camera. It's beautiful. Oh, it's it's a privilege to be able to do that. I want to dive right into a question that I know applies to everybody. This last couple of years has been absolutely crazy, uncertain and volatile to say the least. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we have seen some people that have experienced unprecedented struggle. And then on the other side, we've seen some people experience unprecedented growth. So what do you think we're going to see in 2022? Is this going to be a year where we can still prosper and, and swing for the fences? Or is this a year where we should be maybe mitigating risk and kind of playing it safe? Well, it depends on your personality and what you want from your life. Mm. If you want an expansive life, freezing is how you die. Freezing is how you die in business. Freezes how what screws up a relationship. You know, there's one imperative in life, grow or die. You know, we all know the idea that it's the strongest that survive, but that's not actually what was taught. It's the most adaptable that survive. And more importantly, when you go beyond survival, you begin to thrive. So I think there's zero question these are incredibly difficult times. We're in a winter season, and it's not going to be over this year. Will we get to the point where COVID is endemic instead of pandemic? Probably. I'm not, you know, I can't say. Who, who am I to tell you? But it certainly looks that way. So I think this is a year in which you're going to see real changes occur. But whether you experience a benefit or not has nothing to do with the external world. That's the mistake most people are making. You know, we can't always control and we can't usually control the outside world. We can influence it. But we can control our own mind, our own emotions and our own actions. And that's where all the power is. So you see companies that have exploded in my own companies. I'm not blowing our own horn, but. You know, I have 105 companies. We do over $7 billion in business. I got AI companies. I've got education companies. I've got travel companies where everything was shut down. And so in my education business, which is my mission, the first company I started decades ago, it's my life. It's not just business or money. And so when all of a sudden people said overnight, guess what? The governor of California says, you're going to have 10 people, not 15,000. And it's a week before I'm supposed to do a seminar for 15,000 people. What do you do? My first reaction is, we're going to Vegas. We're going to move to Vegas. They'll never shut down Vegas, right? Of course, they shut down Vegas. And I was like, okay, we'll do this in 1,500 movie theaters with 10 people each. They shut down the movie theaters. Mm. And I was like, okay, they're not going to keep Costco open and shut down churches. I have a friend that has a mega church in Houston, 15,000 people. We'll move to Houston. We'll do it in his church. They shut down his church and they left open Costco. So at one point, you have to finally, some people say, well, there's nothing I can do. There's always something you can do. You may not want to do it, Mm. but there's something you can do. So I saw some people going around doing webinars and 252-inch screens. And I said, oh, my throat first, because you've ever been to one of my events. It's an experience. It's like a 12, 14-hour concert each day. It isn't sitting passively taking notes because no one remembers that. No one's life changes from that. You got to move them physically, mentally, emotionally, and physiologically. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I brought a group of people in and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to find a building with 40-foot high ceilings. We're going to buy it. We're going to put up 20-foot LED screens, 0.67, highest resolution in the world. We're going to do 50 feet all around me, 180. I'm going to call Eric Yon who runs Zoom, and I'm going to say, look, I need more than 1,000 people. I need 100,000 people. And then, you know, I'm going to create some software so people can shake their phone. And 
That way the, the applause is real. If a lot of people say it, it's louder. If not many, it's there. And I'm, so I started working all this out in about an hour and a half. We hired nine companies and said, this is what we got to do. They came back and said, this is really aggressive. Maybe in nine months, I said, no, we got nine weeks. And so of the nine companies, four made it. <laughs> we had a couple new ones that came in between. And in nine weeks, we put on an event and helped people. We had the largest event we'd ever done there, which was 50,000 people. Normally be 15,000 or 12,000. So there's a way to do it. There's a way to reach. Now, was that my preference? No, but I found benefits. I could look in that camera and I can see people in 195 countries and I can see them in their home and with their children and what's going on and what they're dealing with and their name, which you don't get live. And so just that's just one example of adapting. So now my biggest seminars have 900,000 people in them for four or five days versus before I thought a stadium was a great thing. So now I've got the merger. I'm doing live. I did one recently where we raised the front building and I, I put a 40-foot high building because I could lift that 20-foot high screen 20 feet in the air and I could put 1,000 people in front of me live and have the rest all over the earth in every time zone. So it really comes down to your ability to adapt. Mm -hmm. It comes down to your deciding you're not going to quit. You're not going to give up. You're not going to blame winter. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you're responsible to take things to the next level. So if you look at the seasons of the world, financial seasons, there's four seasons. There's winter time when it's really tough. This is what we're going through right now. There's springtime when it's easy, which always follows winter. No winters forever. But you got to, when winter's going, you got to be prepared for spring so you can take advantage of it. You got to do well in winter so when spring comes, you do even better. There's summer where you got to fight for what you want. And then there's fall when it comes easy again. And then there's winter again. These are the seasons. 68% of the largest companies in the world, the, the Fortune 1000, started in winter, a recession or depression. Disney in a depression, Exxon in a depression, FedEx in, in a recession, Pizza Hut in a recession. I can go on and on and on, Apple in a recession. Because if you do well in winter, then you can own every other season. So whether you're a business person or a person at home, now is the time for you to figure this out. And you have huge advantages. I mean, look at what's happened the last few years because of technology. You got a company like Hilton, it's been around 100 years. They have a million rooms, and they're worth $43 billion. And Joe Gebbia, a good friend of mine, and three of his buddies couldn't pay their rent. And so they blew up these mattresses and came up with this idea, and it didn't work for the first seven years. People think it was just overnight thing. But guess what? They've been around 12 years. They've got 7 million rooms. They don't have to pay for any of those rooms. And it's a $100 billion valuation. Mm. Or you look around and see Ford, you know, 117 years old, $36 billion, and they got a lot of overhead, and you got Uber that's 11 years old, and it's worth $80 billion. So, and they came up with a little piece of software. So it's our job to not buy into the narrative that says, oh, it's terrible, it's cold out there, it's freezing, let me hang on. Our ancestors would be laughing at this generation. It's not the generation's fault. We've been so trained by technology that everything comes instantly and easily. And if we don't, we're pissed at our phone. It's going to a satellite and back, right? And we forget that, that what's happened is we've gotten weak. And there's, there's a history. If you study history, it looks like this. Good times make weak people. Weak people make bad times. Bad times make strong people. And strong people make great times. That's the history of the world in cycles. And so you got to decide, are you going to wait till you have enough bad times? Or are you going to figure out right now what to do? And I think it's critical for everyone who's listening to not buy into the narrative that I can't do this. Mm -hmm. 
it's total BS. You can find a way. Now it's not, it won't happen though, sitting on your couch, thinking like this, like, what am I going to do? And oh my God, there's so much going on because the psychological, mental, and physical state you're in will take away all your intelligence. It'll take away all your capacity. With a low energy brain, when you allow yourself to stay in low energy and to be fair to everybody, most people have been cooped up, they've been isolated for almost two years. And so they gain weight, they haven't taken care of themselves. And so their energy is low. And then I'm gonna deal with these huge problems that are bigger than me and I've gotten used to them. And there's one more factor and I'll shut back up. <laughs> and that is, there's the process of learned helplessness. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is people don't wanna get their hopes up. Mm. They don't wanna be disappointed again. And they go into what's called learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is when you start thinking the problem is permanent. No problem is permanent. There is no pandemic that is permanent. There is no war that is permanent. Nothing, everything changes. That's the law of life. Everything changes, everything ends and something new begins. Hmm. But if you start to believe that, you're paralyzed. And then the second belief that makes people be in learned helplessness is it's pervasive because I can't run my business, my whole life's over because my relationship's not going well, my whole life's over. It's not true. And then the third belief people get is that it's personal. There's something wrong with me. I'm just not strong enough, good enough. And so my job with people is to bring them back to the truth. You are stronger than anything that's ever happened to you in your life. You're more than anything that ever could happen to you. But you have to rebuild that physical energy, that mental, emotional state, so that your brain starts functioning again and you can go after and create solutions. But the short answer is, hell no. Mm. Freezing and giving up is the way to kill your business, kill your relationship, and kill the quality of your life. The only way forward is to push through your fear. Think of the people that built this country. They had a one in three chance of surviving a year if you were a pilgrim. But they came here for freedom. That's how much they valued. And we're running around afraid to get within six feet of a person unless we're wearing 12 masks. It shows you on a disease that unless you're in your 80s, unless you're massively obese and have many comorbidities, it's about a 99.7% survival rate. So we're looking for safety and security, and it makes us feel dead inside. Only one thing makes people happy, progress. Progress equals happiness. If you're growing, if you're expanding, even if you're not there yet, you haven't lost enough weight, but you know you're doing the right things, or you're doing the right thing in your relationship, or the right thing for your finances, you're going to start to get momentum. But without progress, we don't feel alive. And it doesn't matter what you've accomplished or achieved. We've all seen people make billions of dollars, won every Academy Award, you know, everything you can imagine, they become my clients, but there are many of them that'll take their own life because they don't feel alive. You gotta grow and you gotta give. When you grow, you have something to give. And this season, 2022, is the time to take control and make life on your terms. So what would you say is your number one secret for always feeling prepared, especially if you have not been doing much or you don't feel as sharp and then also building that confidence muscle, especially if you have not been doing as much the last couple of years? Well, my secret is I try to focus on the things that matter most. Uh, I had a great teacher named Jim Rohn. He used to say that most people major in minor things. They know more about some actor or actress's personal life than they do about their own body or their mind or their psychology or their physiology. I mean, there's only about a half dozen things that really control your life. Your body, your physical energy, vitality, strength, that plays a gigantic role. Your emotions, are they constant frustration? Are they fear? Are they worry? Are they drive? Are they hunger? Are they gratitude? Completely different life, mm -hmm. right? And understanding how to shift those emotions, not fakely shift, but really shift your own biochemistry. 
You know, it's the category of your relationships because that's where the quality of our life is experienced. I don't just mean your friends. I mean, your intimate relationships, your family, everything, you know, you look at, you know, your work or your mission, hopefully, and it's a big difference whether it feels like work or a mission for you. There's the spiritual side of life. So I try to focus on those areas. So like, you know, right now, one of the books I'm carrying around, I got it here right now is my buddy Ray Dalio's book mm-hmm. on the changing world order. Like, how are you going to deal with things unless you anticipate? A good thought for your listeners or viewers is leaders anticipate, losers react. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be successful, anticipation is one of the greatest powers. If you play a video game against a child, who always wins? <laughs> A child, because they're young, because they got faster reflexes? No, because they played this game so many times. They know the first bad guy's here, and the second bad guy's there, and the third bad guy's here. And so they anticipate. Whereas you react, and you're done in three seconds, and you get next turn 30 minutes later when they're done with the next one, too. So you've got to anticipate, and you've got to educate yourself on those things that really matter most. And those that's really what I think people's focus has to be. But if you don't do that, You're going to find yourself reacting to everything. And reaction is why most people don't have what they want in their life. I love that. I want to switch directions real quick here. One of the things that you mentioned in your answer, your last answer was the quality of the people and the quality of relationships that you have. I definitely, I'll kick my coverage here with this one. And I know that you have an incredible partner in Sage. And that's something that really inspires us, the way that as entrepreneurial couples, you guys work together and have built incredible companies and brands together and support each other. So what would you say is your one or two secrets to being an entrepreneurial couple together and really thriving? That's a great question because, you know, there are a lot of people because of COVID, They've been forced to be in the same yes. environment continuously. <laughs> and for some people, that's been really wonderful. For a lot of people, it's been not so wonderful because their relationships used to be dealt with by going somewhere else yeah. and only being around each other for a short time. I love being around my wife 24 hours a day and vice versa. And But I think I, we've talked about this many times. A huge part of that is you need to have something in life that you're working to serve that's more than yourself. Mm. If it's only about you, it's relatively easy to meet your needs and then get really whiny and bitchy about things. But when you're trying to serve something greater than yourself, whether it be your family or your partner or your business mission or your nonprofit mission or your community or whatever really matters most to you, there's a different level of energy that comes when you're trying to serve. It's like, I I really believe that life supports whatever supports more life. Meaning if I, as a human individual, find a way to prosper, Well, I'm part of life, so God or the universe is going to give me insights. But I can remember when suddenly I was getting married and to a woman been married twice before and kids from both their previous husbands. So I was 24 and had a 17-year-old son instantly, an 11-year-old, a 5-year-old, and then a child on the way. Wow, I thought I had a lot of insight before, but in order to serve all those kids and my mission— I had to grow. I mean, and I got different insights. If you're trying to serve a community or humanity, I don't mean what you tell people. I don't mean, you know, you know, profiling yourself or forgetting the word that people use all the time, projecting. You know what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. That mission, that shared mission. So my wife and I are really about serving. We're really about helping people and we share that. Shared values is the next piece. It's so important. I always tell people the most important key in relationship is selection. And I don't mean selecting who, I mean who you select to bring to your relationship. Because in the beginning, you brought this great person that they fell in love with. Well, where the hell's that guy now or that woman now, right? You know? So, but when you have shared values, it's a lot easier. 
It doesn't mean every value has to be shared. Another one is if you're going to be in business is not making your spouse responsible for shit you're not good at, which is the tendency that people have and then being pissed when they don't do it. It's like, okay, let's figure out what you're good at, what I'm great at, and then we got to hire good people, put the right people in the right positions. Even though we had no money, very little money, we still, we can do a trade. We can make something happen. Let's not try and force my spouse to be something they're not because I'm not good at it, so they should do that so I can do something I'm good at. That's a huge mistake, I think, in couples and in business. And I think the last thing is just maybe understanding that there is no work-life balance. Whoever came up with that bullshit idea uh, was an idiot. If you and I get on a, a seesaw or a teeter-totter and we said, okay, the goal of this game is to balance. And let's say you and I now are crossing each other and we're balanced. How long are we going to sit there before somebody's going to jerk this thing around just to feel alive? Right? <laughs> What we need is work-life integration. I remember I was talking to Mary Callahan Erdos, who's from JP Morgan. She manages, I think it's, I don't know what it is now, a couple trillion dollars with a T, one of the brightest people I know, just a great, great leader. And I asked her about this work-life balance thing. And she said the same thing. She said, Tony, it's work-life integration. She said, when I was, I'm in this office, my father used to be a financial guy, advisor, and I used to sit behind his desk and come to him as work. And I got in the environment as part of what I've got here. And she goes, you know, I take everybody to J.P. Morgan and say, yes, go to lunch. Yes, pick up your children after work. But here's how you do it. You still you're able to work and do these different things simultaneously. So I think those are some of the important keys. The most important, of course, is loving the person that you're with instead of being busy wondering about whether you're getting what you want or not. I mean, if a relationship's a place to go to give something, it's it's not a place to go get something. And that's how most people treat it. And that's why most people are disappointed. Really quick follow up to that. Your schedule is obviously crazy. Do you have any <laughs> yes. tricks to keeping each other a priority or to making sure you spend enough time together? Well, we do date nights, but beyond the date night element, it's like we've learned over the years. I mean, up until COVID, I would go to 115 cities on average in a year. Most of my seminars are multi-day. I go to somewhere between 14 and 16 countries, places like, like Australia, three times in a year. So about every two or three days, there's a train, a helicopter, a plane, or on stage somewhere. Mm -hmm. But what we found is capturing the moment, it's presence, mm -hmm. right? It radiance for each other. Like we can be, have a million people around us and I can just stop and boom, catch your eye and come over and give her a hug or vice versa. And the world just disappears while we're together. I think that's more important. I know couples that are around each other 20 hours a day, they got plenty of time for each other, but they don't make that time matter. So I, I really think it's trite as it sounds, it's the depth and quality of the relationship you have in those moments and experiences. And it's also stacking the deck, meaning like not only taking those moments and making them real, but then when you do have that time, really being with each other, not being somewhere else in your head when you're trying to be with each other at that time. Now, everybody has those moments, of course, but it's developing those habits. Mm. Love it. Love it. So good. We learned many of those the hard <laughs> way, but we got there. <laughs> We've definitely gotten there. So that's really great. Okay, Tony, one of the things that we admire about you is how much you give away incredible just information, incredible tactical information that we have absolutely used in our life and in our business. Um, and I'm you're glad. about to, yes, for sure. I could go on and on, but we're not going to do that here. <laughs> but we would love to talk about the new challenge that you are going to do that again with where you're about to give away all of this incredible free information again. Well, let me tell you the why and how it started. When, when COVID hit first in 2020, 
And then, you know, they shut down the whole world until I figured things out. It took me about six months to figure out how to still serve people. I was like, people are at home. And, you know, we've seen the result now of kids being left at home, you know, this distance learning that doesn't work for most kids because most teachers are not that good at it, to be honest with you. And the structure isn't there for them. But also just seeing people, we've seen people's diets go crazy. We saw, you know, we've seen suicides go through the roof, especially for young girls. Mm. You know, we've seen the, the more people died of overdoses last year than any time in our history. So seeing all that going on is like, people need our help. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to do a free seminar, give people the best I can to lift them and give them both skill, but also get them out of their head. Because when you're by yourself, you lose perspective, you know, when you're isolated like that. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I'll do that for two or three hours. And I was like, nothing do I do in two or three hours. It's all immersion. It's like if you learn a language a little bit at a time and you ask somebody five years ago to speak French or Italian, they, they can't even speak a word practically. But, and they took it in college and high school. But if I said to you, okay, I'm dropping you in Rome and I'm picking you up in eight weeks and there's no teacher, I guarantee when I pick you up in eight weeks in that immersion, you're going to be speaking Italian, right? And so that's the strategy I use. The human brain learns best by total immersion. So I was like, hell with it. I'm going to do five days. I'll do about 90 minutes a day. And I'm going to start with the energy. Because right now, like we're talking to people, someone I'm saying, they're going to go, oh, that guy's crazy. He's just passionate or talks fast, or I don't know what's wrong with that guy, because most of us have been conditioned to talk like this, to be like this, and there's nothing wrong with this. But when you start talking this, you can already feel in your own body what happened to the energy in this room, mm -hmm. right? This virtual room between us. Yeah. So learning how to increase and utilize your energy is the most important thing because otherwise you have these great ideas. You go, oh, I'm going to go get them. And then your body goes, oh, I can't get out of bed, <laughs> right? You know, it's like, so I like to start with giving people the tools that instantly change their energy. And then, because that's what I do in an event. Mm -hmm. And now in a higher state of energy and emotion and intensity, now we can shift your emotion. Now we can shift your mind. Now we can turn around those tasks you need to do in your relationship or your career or your business or your finances. So we're doing all five days, body, emotion, relationship, finance, career, et cetera. And I say 90 minutes, but I should tell people it usually goes two hours or two and a half hours because I want to give everything I can, but there's no charge for it. It's not partially free. It's totally free. And it handles the two challenges most people have, time and money. You don't have to go anywhere. You can do it from wherever you are in the world and it doesn't cost you anything. So if people are interested in doing and starting the year out right, they can go to Breakthrough2022.com. That's Breakthrough2022.com. Get yourself signed up. If you want to have a family member or friend come, there's no charge for them. If you're at your office and have some people you want to do this with together, that's wonderful. But I can promise you, in five days of a couple hours each, from January 25th to the 29th, you're going to get a level of momentum mm -hmm. that'll start this year off right and make you strong to take advantage of what the opportunities really are. We know it works. We've absolutely been to a lot of your events and heard you speak a lot. That's and it for great. sure, every single time something big has shifted, it like That's massively has shifted and caused major momentum in our relationships or in our business, like huge things. So we swear by this. We can't wait for people to go and sign up. Yeah, I could give you a hundred stories, but I want to give you one that's one of my favorites because I just saw this gentleman. Last year, I did this. First time we did this, by the way, we had 400,000 people join us. The biggest event I've ever done. Last year, we had 850,000, 45,000 people join us. But one guy joined us for as an example. His name is Matt. I think it's in Tinsy is how you pronounce his name. He had been in a car accident, had you know brain damage. They put him in a bed 
They put him on oxygen and told him he'd never be off oxygen again. And sure enough, he gained 700 pounds. And so this thing was free. He had nowhere to go. He stuck in his bed. What the hell? I'll watch this thing. And on the very first day, he got so much energy going that he started, he got someone to bring him these little mini, like little fake weights. And he started doing this in bed. Long story short, in six weeks, he got off the oxygen and he said he'd never get off. I think it was two and a half months where he got out of the bed because he'd never even been to the bathroom in all these years, right? And made it to the bathroom. And then I, you know, you, once you go to our challenge, you're part of our community, right? And so you get to meet people all the world who support you. And he started sharing his progress. That's how I got to find out about it as well. I was reading some of the stories. And so I reached out to him and I said, listen, you got yourself out of bed for the first time. They told you couldn't be off oxygen. You are. I said, lose a couple hundred pounds. Let's see what you can really discover so you can really be mobile. And I said, listen, you get to this goal, and we've talked about his goals. I said, and I'll fly you to Palm Beach, Florida for my live UPW, and you walk on fire with me. Well, he lost 258 pounds so far. And he called me up and said, I'm coming to the seminar. I hit the goal. I was congratulating him. He said, but could I bring my girlfriend? Because he's now engaged to be married. Another girl is engaged to be married, right? All out of this little thing where he couldn't move because he went to the challenge. So I don't care what your damn problem is. It can be turned around. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I want to add to this real quick. We've been to both your paid events and then for your free events and you bring yeah. it like you bring it yeah. the same. One is is not necessarily more valuable than the other. And I want sure. number one, commend you for that. But number two, you mentioned the community that happens at your events, both virtually and in person. Mm-hmm. And that community friends and acquaintances that we've made at your events has changed our life and, and are still lifelong oh, I'm friends. I'm so thrilled to hear that. That's so wonderful. Talk to us a little bit about community and the, the role that plays in the Breakthrough 2022. I think, you know, we all, we're social creatures, whether you think you're social or not. Right. No man or woman is an island. Some people are socialites. I'm not talking about that. We, we need each other. You know, nobody's an island. Nobody gets it all done by themselves. All these people that talk about, I did it all, me, me, me. It's all bullshit, right? Most people did not sew their own clothes. They did not build the the, the roads they're driving on or the internet they're getting all their answers from. So I think it's really critical, though, that your community sees the opportunities in life because most people's community does not. And it's not because they're mean or negative. It's frankly, they've been conditioned by the media continuously to live in fear or frustration or anger. You know, most of people have now seen, you know, the, what was it called? This Not the social network, the, uh, oh, what the hell is that show called? But the one where they walk through and show you how we've been wired oh, by social yeah. media. We're reinforced to behave a certain way. So expanding your community to people all over the world that are driven to not settle for less than they can be or do and are coming from a supportive space. They're not trying to compete with you or get something from you. A community is a place you go to give. Mm -hmm. And we have some really cool, kind people in our community. They're attracted to it because it's the nature of somebody who really wants to grow. Because listen, when you have a great experience, whatever it is, what's the first thing you want to do? Share it with somebody you love, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're able to share it with lots of people, you get to know and and have. And also, I'm a big believer in chosen family. Mm -hmm. Like, I love all my family members and my extended family, but I have a chosen family, people that I choose to spend the majority of my time with who really are family for me. I love and we spend all time together. I think it's critically important to choose the environment you're going to live in because you can be the greatest sprinter in the world. I stick you in mud. You're not going to be as fast. I create the right environment for you. You're going to maximize your capacity. I love it. 100%. Now, we you, love that. You've got a new book coming out called Life Force, correct? I do. Okay. When is that thing dropping? 
Nice. I just got my first copies oh my two God. days ago. Does that ever get old? When you get your first fresh copy, does that ever get old, even though you've done books in the past? Well, I'll be sure to send you one, but February 8th is when it starts, but anyone can pre-order it now by going to Amazon or your bookstore, or you can go to TonyRobbins.com. But it's a three-year project. I don't do little books, as you can probably tell. We use Bible paper, so it looks reasonably surprised. <laughs> But it's 674 pages. Wow. But here's why. In order to do what I do, I have to make this body do things most humans wouldn't do in their 20s or 30s. I mean, I'll give an example. There's a group of people that work with like the Tom Brady's of the world, great Olympic athletes, people like that. And they followed me for three years, these last three years, before COVID and now during COVID, to see what was going on in my events with me physically initially. And then they wanted to see what the impact was on the audience. And the demands physically, to give you an idea, I burned 11,300 calories in one day on stage. Nobody believed it. I didn't believe it. But event after event, it's like clockwork. And they explained to me that chess players burn 4,000 calories and they don't move. And so I usually burn about 3,500 before I get on the stage, just in my mental preparation. And then I go 12 to 14 hours a day. I jump 1,000 times a day on average, 1,100 times. I weigh 282 pounds. So they explained to me every time I jump, I come down and it's four times your body weight. So it's a thousand pounds times a thousand jumps. It's a million pounds of pressure in one day. When they looked at my bone density, they go, these are humans. <laughs> these are Olympic athletes. This is what we've never seen before. It's stronger than 99.999% of people I've ever measured. I have 15 pounds more of lean body mass than an average offensive lineman in the NFL, to give you an idea. If you're running, and you're with a friend and you're trying to talk, there's a level you can't talk. It's because your lactate gets to four. Mine's at 18 and I'm still speaking. Now I'm telling you this to give you a context for to train your body to do that at 61 years old, you know, when a lot of 25 year olds can't do it, I have had to become a biohacker. I've had to learn everything you can about maximizing, increasing your energy, but I've also had to learn about repair Mm. because about four or five years ago, roughly, I was being an idiot. I was chasing a 25-year-old professional snowboarder, regardless of their age. They are pro and I'm not. And I had a horrific accident and I tore my rotator cuffs so severely I was in on a zero to 10, nine, nine pain. And it was nerve pain, you know, like you can't breathe, you can't sleep more than an hour. And so I went to all these doctors, everyone, surgery, 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 but there was no guarantee that I'd be able to lift my shoulder again. There was no guarantee that it would heal. Plus, if it all worked, it would take four to six months. And I was like, I can't go around with one arm four to six months on stage doing this stuff. So I was like, there's got to be a better answer. So I went to a friend of mine named Peter Diamandis, who's a pretty famous guy. He's an MD. He was a rocket scientist, good friend of mine. And I said, what about stem cells? What else is out there? He's a great technology guy. And so he introduced me to now my partner, and both these guys work with me on the book as well, Dr. Bob Harari, who's the guy who did those original studies years ago, 38 years ago, where they took old rats and gave them young rat blood mm-hmm. and vice versa. And the old rats got young, young rats got old, kind of a vampire thing. Mm-hmm. But that's how real stem cells really uncovered. And he said, Tony, stem cells in the United States are so weak. If you're using your own stem cells, they drop off the cliff at 40 years old. 35 years old, he goes, it's not going to work. He said, go to Panama, I'll tell you where to go and get three-day-old stem cells that come from the cord that's normally thrown away. It's not fetal tissue. And so I went down there and massive pain. And day one, didn't feel much. You know, I did a drop and some injections. Day two, I was really tired. I went to sleep. I woke up. Literally, my we've had my MRI. Now, my shoulder is perfect. But more importantly, I've had spinal stenosis for 14 years, like massive back pain. I stood up with no back pain. I still don't have it. 
in days. Wow. So I became obsessed with wanting to know everything about stem cells and that changed from just stem cells to everything in regenerative medicine. And we're at a unique place in human history where our body is nothing but code. And as you know, in the digital world, everything doubles in its power and drops in its price over basically every 18 months. And so that's what's happening with editing even our DNA, as I'm sure you've heard. And so I learned so much in this area and met so many experts that I do what I do best. Like I wrote Money Master the Game by interviewing 50 of the smartest financial people in the world, you know, Ray Dalio, Carl Icahn, Warren Buffett, and then figure out what do they do, even though they do things differently, what is it you can use to really become financially free? Mm. Well, I interviewed 168 Nobel laureates, scientists, top regenerative medicine people in this area. So I got invited by the Pope to, believe it or not, the Pope every two years puts on the most powerful regenerative conference on stem cells, everything you can imagine, new forms of cancer healing, et cetera. And I was asked to come be the cleanup speaker. I'm like, I'm no idiot. I'm not just gonna be a cleanup speaker. I'm coming for all four days. Mm -hmm. And I saw and heard things that you would think are gonna happen 20 years in the future, like magic, that are happening right now or in the next 12 to 36 months. They're FDA final trials. And so I was like, I want to bring this to the world. And so it started me on this journey. So I recruited Peter because he's an MD and I recruited Bob because he's MD and also just a genius when it comes to understanding stem cells and put this book together. And it's filled with the very best tools like Jack Nicholas. Many people know his name, one of the greatest golfers of all time. He couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes. Combination of stem cells and the pain portion that we did in this chapter. He now plays golf again without a problem. Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the greatest soccer players in the world transform himself without having to go through surgery. You've seen this happen again and again for athletes. So whether you want to increase your energy or you want to lose weight or you want to be able to understand how to prevent cancer, heart disease, or know that what's the greatest alternatives that are available today, none of it's my ideas. It's from the greatest scientists in the world. That's what this book does. And it's called Life Force because that's what life is, right? It's about how do I have more energy, vitality, and strength for the longest period of time humanly possible and what are the tools to make that happen? And I really wrote it, not only for you, but for the people you love. Mm. Because at my stage of life, I have so many people in my life I love and a large audience of friends and family that every week somebody's calling me because somebody got cancer, somebody's you know parents got Alzheimer's, somebody had a stroke. And now I can go, boom, here, here are the best answers. Here's the best doctors, go here and make this thing happen. As well as here's the things to prevent those challenges or the things to increase your energy. So I'm very excited about it. It's one of my favorite works I've done. It's called Life Force. Again, comes out uh, February 8th, but you can pre-order it now. I love it. Here's why I'm excited. When you pull together 50 experts for Money Master the Game, that changed yeah. our financial life forever by oh, being able so to tap to into such, a, such an affordable resource, right? So now as I approach 45 and, you know, we want to start a family yet and all these things, yeah. I feel like I've got this, this critical window mm -hmm. to understand how my body works and start doing the things right now that are going to mm -hmm. matter 10, 20, 30 years down the road. So the timing of this is, is, yeah, is impeccable. Exciting. I'm excited about and it. And you're in your prime right now. You know, if you look at life, one of the greatest breakthroughs that happened for humanity was pattern recognition. And it was the recognition of seasons. Because until we recognized seasons, we were wanderers, right? Out there, hunter wanderers, going to place, place, hoping we could find food. When we understood the seasons, we knew if you plant in the spring, you're gonna reap in the fall. But if you plant in the winter, I don't care how hard you work, you're screwed, it's not gonna happen. That one insight changed us into communities, eventually cities, states, countries, right? Well there's a season to your life and you're referring to it. I hope people think about this. Zero to 19, 20, 21 
is basically springtime. Everything grows easily. You don't have to work at it. You're constantly learning information's coming your way. Society, you know, looks out for you. Now, some people have a very rough childhood. I understand that personally. And some people have an easy one. But overall, life is kind of giving to you. 21, 19, 20, 21 to 41, that's when you go test all this stuff, what you guys have been doing, right? You start saying, this is what they taught me, but what do I really believe? What really works for me? What's really happens in a relationship now that I'm really in a really committed one? And you learn from 42 to 62 is your power years. That's if you've really worked hard in the spring and in the summer, that's when you're going to literally have the most impact, the greatest abundance physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, community-wise, finance-wise. And then 63 to 83, and if you're lucky, 83 to 103 or beyond, is the extended portion of life for winter where you get to be the elder, you get to be the coach, you get to be the person that can hopefully make that difference. And as you get older, some of all that you've done for society and family and so forth, now they kind of look out for you. That's the cycle of life. So you got to look at that, but you also have to look that there's seasons in history. So just for perspective, for the people who think it's so rough right now, imagine if you were born in 1910, okay? World War I just, one just finished. People were really happy and euphoric to a great extent, at least in America. And there was all these new technologies, cars, the roaring 20s. So you're like in the middle of the roaring 20s, you're 16, 17 years old. You're looking forward to having a car and having these parties. And what happens when you turn 19 if you're born in 1910? It's 1929. The whole thing stops. People are jumping out of buildings. Stock market crashes. We've got the Dust Bowl through the middle of the country. I mean, it looks horrific. And the people that came of age at that time dealt with very tough times and so it made them strong. If they didn't quit, they got strong. But by the way, they didn't have a choice because what happened when they're 29, right? Like you think now I'm going to get a break and World War II breaks out and none of us were alive then. But if you were, Hitler was crushing all of you. It looked like life as we knew it was going to end. And so those people who were seen as weak and flappers, like a lot of people talk about millennials today with such disgust and their their wallflowers or what do they call them? You know, all kinds of names they call them. The older generation, X generation calls them or boomers call them. And they go, oh, boomers. Now you got the Z generation. (laughs) You got millennials arguing on the side and who's old. It's just crazy shit. But these people, these constellation of generations, including my own and yours, are going to deal with winter. And winter starts with a financial winter. And sometimes there's a pandemic winter. But we haven't hit the, we're about halfway through winter. Meaning instead of freaking out, it's a time to grow and expand and get stronger. But winter always has a war. It might be a cyber war, it might be a war with China, but there's zero question that we are heading towards an area like that, which is why I'm a student of history and study people like this to understand what has happened in the past so I can anticipate instead of react. How do I prepare for my family and my friends and my community and so forth? So it's important to know that you can be optimistic about the future because even though we look kind of weak right now because we're sitting around huddled in the corner hiding from a virus, people are gonna get sick of it. And then people are gonna get stronger and then they're gonna face a bigger challenge And what follows winter? Spring. I mean, if you were God or the universe, what a cool way to set things up. What follows the darkness of the night is the beauty of the the day, the sunshine. Mm -hmm. So this is not a time to freak out. It's a time to get strong. But if you don't prepare yourself and if you don't put yourself in an environment with people that think differently and have solutions, it's going to be a rough time. Yep.
But if you get in that environment, it can be one of the best seasons of your life. Some people freeze to death in winter. Other people snowboard, ski, build a fire, be with their family, develop their skills for the next springtime that's coming soon. Mm. Wow, man, I'm so inspired. And you know what I'm still stuck on is that we're going into our power years, babe. I love it. I love it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so listen, we want to be conscious of your time. So number one, everybody who's listening right now, go out and pre-order or grab Life Mm -hmm. Force. It's going to change your life, literally. And then uh, we want to go and circle back around again to the breakthrough event. Who is it for? When is it? And how can they sign up again? Anybody that wants to change or improve their life or set themselves up to win in 2022, all they can do is go to Breakthrough2022.com. Breakthrough22.com. There's no charge. Just enroll yourself. If you want to bring family or friends, you can do it. It starts on the 25th of January. It's at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific, but we have people from 195 countries participating. So I love it. whatever time zone that would be for you. Amazing. Awesome. So grateful. Thank you so much. And literally just the, the energy that you bring. And I know that everybody listening probably is really feeling that. I have no idea how we're going to sleep. But that's yeah. where, you know, when you prime people like that, that's where all of those good ideas come from. So thank you so much for just sharing and and being such a huge part of our life and our journey. Yeah, nothing but gratitude. You guys, are very, kind. You guys are very kind. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for your inspiration. And I'm just glad people are watching you and feeding their mind because that's the first step. Feed your mind instead of letting the environment feed you. Amen. So thanks for having me on, guys. Blessings to you both. Amen. Our Thank pleasure. Thank you. Have a Thank great you. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.